0: this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 95 of the Sophie Art podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. and this one will be a little one because I'm not feeling very well so I'm eating some honey and lemon lockets <clears throat> if you hear them on the on the audio or something and little Dennis is looking after oh just drop some toilet roll but Dennis is looking after the toilet roll so if I have to blow my nose or something but I'm still doing a little podcast but this one will be a bit I'm going to go back in time for this one so this one is a mystery topic what I'm going to do around episode 50 or something I did about 10 episodes where I randomly pulled a topic out of my little handbag and talked about it for 15 minutes so that's what this week's podcast is going to be. I'm quite excited for this one, because I have no idea what I'm going to talk, talk about. So little Dennis is with us, little co-host, <laughs> and he'll be pulling out the random topic in a minute. And what else have we got? This week's inspirational quote will be coming from a book called Journey to Excellence*: The Lessons of Don Juan, Don Juan. And it's by Carlos Castaneda. This book, I heard about it probably about a year and a half ago. Robert Wagner, the lucid dreaming expert, he 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 mentioned this this book because it was this book that gave him the the technique to look at his hands to become lucid. So there's a really cool little quote in there. I've only just started reading it. There's a cool quote right at the start. So that's this week's inspirational quote. And also, I did a little video, which you can find at youtube.com slash Lawson. I did it yesterday, of fantasy tattoo art, artistic illustrations by Zayabe. This book is so beautiful. Every single page is beautiful. And I think... I feel like this is actually going to be my favourite art book of all time. It really does feel like that. So, you can find... You'll be able to find that on YouTube and stuff. And I am still doing my studying. It's quite funny, because at the moment I'm doing little like little drawings of fabric for this course. But because I've got such a runny nose, there's actually little <laughs> like little bogey things on it. It's disgusting. But it's there you can't that's something I've noticed. Once you get a bit of like liquid on pencil drawing, you can never get rid of it. It's quite annoying, that. So, that's just that, really. I think we should get into it. So, little Dennis, are you ready for this one? Da-da-da! So, the rules are, you've got 15 minutes to talk about a random topic. I'll start the little timer there. And whatever you pull out, you've got to talk about it. I'm going to change the rules a bit. Because the website at com is broken at the minute. If I pull out a topic and it says read a blog post or a diary entry or something. If it's anything to do with reading something on the website, I'm going to skip it. So that's the only rules. And so let's get into this one. Quite exciting. Little Dennis is going through. And what I'm going to do is I'm not even going to put the... I'm going to keep the podcast a secret as well. So we're both going to find out at the same time what this week's topic is. So, little Dennis has pulled out of the bag, and the topic is. Ooh, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Talk about mistakes. Talk about mistakes. So, we start the timer 15 minutes to talk about mistakes. Blimey. So, I forgot what it was like to do these because you don't know anything, what you're gonna talk about. It's a little bit strange. I suppose I could jump straight into this and say like some mistakes you can't fix. So you have to adapt. (laughs) So on this drawing, because on this course what I'm doing is, she's got me drawing little pieces of fabric. So like I've drawn a jeans, a pair of jeans. I've drawn two little things. The course is all about fabric and, like, looking at and drawing fabric folds and wrinkles. But I've got a really runny nose at the minute and a sore throat. And what I was doing was, yesterday, I was drawing this little... It's a little satin dress. I sat on my dress drawing it and, like, I didn't realise, but it was dripping. It's disgusting, really. But... And then once that got on there, you can't change it. So I guess... Where well, I'm going to go with this topic, I would say some mistakes you can't change, but some mistakes are quite beautiful. Have I got any examples of mistakes that I've made? Have I got any examples of mistakes? Hmm. Well, I know when I'm doing my study notes, what I do is I write my study notes out rough, and then I rewrite, rewrite them nice and tidy. And what I've noticed is, it doesn't happen very often, but if I make a mistake when I'm rewriting the notes, I'll end up rewriting the whole notes. <laughs> it's, that's a bit, that's probably like OCD really. Yeah, perfectionism. So I think the thing with mis- mistakes is, well I like mistakes because they sort, of, they sort of guide you. In a strange way, sometimes mistakes guide you. Yeah. It's almost like some mistakes are not... They end up not being mistakes in the end. I'm trying to think of some examples. Yeah, I can't really think of any examples off the top of my head. Mistakes that I've made. Hmm. What mistakes have I made? See, the one that springs to mind is... I moved in with my mum about... Well, what was it? 2016, I think. Moved in with my mum and lived with her because I thought we would help each other and it ended up sort of being a mistake really and at, at the time it seemed like a big mistake. I look back now and I think it's the best thing that ever happened because what ended up happening was I ended up basically moving out and I ended up where I'm living now and I separated from my mum for about a few years but what's happened now is me and my mum have got back together started talking again and I feel like our relationship is the best it's ever been so it's almost like in a weird way that what seemed like a massive mistake at the time it's ended up being the best thing ever because it's actually brought us closer together so I almost feel like and you could even say like this thing here with this this drawing I've done where I've accidentally dribbled on the thing It's a mistake, but it's also not, because next time, this is the thing, you've got to learn from your mistakes, really. I think there's nothing wrong with making mistakes, as long as you're not making the same mistakes over and over. So, like, next time I do a drawing, if I'm sitting down and I've got a super runny nose, (laughs) what I'll probably do is I'll stick, I'll stick some toilet paper up my nose, like this. And then, if I'm drawing and I've got this toilet paper up my nose... It's not gonna dribble. So that's the thing. What mistakes do is you learn from your mistakes and you sort of adapt. And that's also given me something to talk about on this podcast. So if I didn't if I hadn't done that yesterday, I wouldn't have had nothing to talk about. So sometimes mistakes oh well, I would almost say, Yeah, I feel I feel like life is just one big mistake. <laughs> It is it's if you look at your life, you could look at it and it looks like it's just a series of mistakes, but it's not really mistakes it's It's again, you're making decisions every second you're making decisions, and some of those decisions are going to end up not being quite right because you can't you can't predict like you might say do something, you might do something which in that moment feels like the absolute perfect thing to do again this what's an example hmm so you might you might quit your job or something so you you might you might quit your job and it's the perfect thing to do in that moment or actually yeah i don't know you might get the sack you might do something wrong get the sack and it ends up that you end up in a in like a different job which ends up being a lot better so that little mistake was actually a good thing but it can go the other way where you think you're doing something right yeah sometimes you 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 think so much about something you think you're doing the right thing but it's that that right thing ends up being a mistake so really mistakes are decisions linked to the future so yeah, and you can't really tell that but even if even if it ends up being a mistake i almost i would almost argue it's not in the end going to be a mistake because as, lo- as long as you're learning as long as you're learning from what you're doing there's never going to be a mistake because you you're always going to you'll always going to be able to make another decision which if you just keep making decisions which you feel are the best thing it doesn't matter whether it ends up with a string of mistakes, because I feel I feel like in the end it would, you would end up in the right place. It's almost like the intention. If you're making a decision, and your intention is pure, even if it ends up mistakes, I feel like in the end you would end up in the right place. Mm. That's what I think. <laughs> what have we got? We got eight minutes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk and think at the same time of some of, some of my mistakes. What are some of my mistakes? The one with my mum springs to mind. Have I done any mistakes with my art? I've done, I've done lots of mistakes. I was actually quite good. I got these little paintings. I did a painting challenge last year. Was it last year? I think it was the year before. Thirty days of painting every day. And what I noticed in that was, I'd be doing, I've said about this before, when you're doing a painting, especially like an abstract painting, but when you're doing a painting, it's just a series of mistakes, because you'll do, I've said like, when you're painting, it's almost like the paint is painting with you. So you'll put something down, and you think, ah, oh, that's, like the paint will dribble. And you think, ah, oh, that's, I've done that wrong. But the paint, it's like what I said before, It's mistakes will always end up being the right thing as long as you're learning. It's almost like the, the paint, the paint isn't making a mistake, the paint knows what it's doing. So the paint dribbles down here, you think it's a mistake. But then when the painting's finished, you look back and that little dribble, it's actually really good. Because what's happened is that dribble has sort of taken you off in a different direction. So like like what i said before it's it's like the painting it's like the paint is work, is painting with you <laughs> i i love that and so i would say painting is the best example of, of it's just it's just a series of mistakes again with drawing with drawing i feel like it's too easy to erase your mistakes so you never really get to see where that mistake might take you so, there is something to be said, I think, with maybe not using erasers so much. Maybe do a drawing where you, you say to yourself, no matter what happens, I'm not going to use any erasers. And hmm, at that point, it's almost like the, you and the, pe- the drawing, you and the pencil would be working together. So, I'd love to do that actually. A realistic pencil drawing. Imagine doing a realistic pencil drawing where you never use an eraser. That'd be amazing. I don't know whether you could do that though. Hmm that'd be quite quite interesting. I've just thought of another mistake as well, so when was this? I think this was twenty eighteen as well. I started running and I, I fell in I fell in love with it and I was I was running about I started out what I did was I've got this little tree friend at Saltram. So what I did was I ran to my tree friend. I sat there for about twenty minutes and then I'd run home. So it ended up being two lots of two miles. So it was like a four mile run. And I was doing that. And then what happened was... The mistake was... I started pushing myself too much. <laughs> and I started running. Well in the end I did a half marathon. Which was about 13 miles I think. And the thing was... It was... As I was running it. It was easy. It wasn't easy. It's... What I've noticed, I love running because it's like a mental thing. When you're running especially right at the very start the first out the first the first mile of running I feel like is the hardest bit because your mind is trying to make you stop but yeah for me running is a mental thing it's you just you stay focused on what I do is as I'm running I'm running along if there's those lampposts I'll say all I've got to do is run to that lamppost so I'm not thinking about running like five miles I'm just thinking about running I don't know like a couple meters to the lamppost you get to that lamppost and then you focus on the next lamppost, and then before you know it you're at, you're at the last lamppost, so you sort of break it down, but what happens is i've noticed the mind is saying stuff like Ah oh, just stop it's it's not worth it and it's trying so hard to make you stop running so but so I pushed through that, pushed. That's probably, mm. but what I ended up doing was I pushed too much and so my mistake was I pushed too too hard too soon and I did this half marathon I was so proud of myself I think I ran it in it was under eight minutes a mile which was apparently some sort of like it's some sort of gold it's a sub eight minute mile or something because I knew I had a I knew a, a runner a professional runner and I, when I said to her I'd run it in like eight minutes a mile it was seven minutes fifty something she said oh, that's really good because it's you always you one of the goals is to aim for under eight minute a mile but so what happened was at the time it was like oh this is amazing and then the next day after that my ankle swelled up and I I couldn't do any running I could hardly walk for probably about three weeks maybe, so the running got stopped, and then it took me months before my, my ankle was proper, and then the problem with that is, I actually stopped running, so I stopped running for probably about a year and a half, I started running again just before Christmas, I did three weeks of running, and yeah, the last couple of weeks I haven't been out running, which is a bit of a shame, but I am going to get it back, so so I have but I've definitely learned from my mistake because now I've only been running three miles and what I've said to myself is I'm only running three miles for a few months until I know that that's really quite easy and then all I'm going to do is add a mile but keep adding a mile every sort of three months so instead of because what I did was I went three miles or four miles I started out at two miles because I ran to my tree and then i walked home so i did 2 miles then i did 4 miles and then before i knew it i was doing like 8 miles and i went from i think i went from 10 miles to 13 miles and the f- the thing is i finished out 13 miles and i really felt like i could have kept going i felt like i could have done a marathon but it's so weird it's it's almost like you don't realize yeah sometimes you don't realize the damage you're doing until after it's quite weird that so but I've definitely learnt from it so again is it a mistake is it a mistake not really you, you lost out on a lot of running but who knows maybe in 10 years time I'll be running every day for like three, mi- three miles whereas if I hadn't done that mistake yeah me may- if I hadn't have done that mistake maybe I would have don't know <laughs> don't know I just I don't see it as I don't see mistakes as mistakes. I guess that's what I'm getting at. We got forty seconds, little Dennis. Forty seconds. I kind of enjoyed that. Talking about mistakes. I think the moral of the story is, I would I would say just don't worry about mistakes. Just just let the mistakes be because half the time, the mistake is thinking that the mistake is a mistake. He. <laughs> little dennis i like i like that well we got nine eight seven i think i'll end with a slap <laughs> hot chocolate slap <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> mistakes i hope you like that dennis i think he did and that's basically this week's little podcast so I hope you enjoyed that and you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and you can find videos at youtube.com slash lawson. all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote and it goes to well it goes to Carlos Castaneda is it Carlos Castaneda that said it? Oh, got the wrong page. (laughs) Carlos Castaneda. Carlos Castaneda is a quote by Carlos Castaneda, but I think he is quoting Don Juan. But this quote is from the book Journey to Excellent. And this quote is... Here we go. Right, he says... Yeah, I'll read the first bit. It's a little paragraph, really. He said, for the f- for the sake of validating this premise... So, Don Juan is talking about how you have to... You have to stop... What is it called? Stop the world, I think he calls it. Yeah, you have to stop the world. Which I think, really, is just all about... Yeah, being present and emptying your mind of beliefs and stuff. So, he says, for the purpose of presenting my argument... No, he doesn't. He says, for the sake of validating this premise... Don Juan concentrated the best of his efforts into leading me to a genuine conviction. So this is the quote. He says, What I held in my mind as the world at hand was merely a description of the world. A description that had been pounded into me from the moment I was born. I love it. So, and then he he talks here about how when you're growing up, your parents are basically your teachers for the first few years you've got in a way you've got no control over that and then the rest of your life if you're not I suppose if you're not focusing on your awareness and stuff the rest of your life is going to be filled with beliefs which are based on these beliefs that your parents had so in other words the world isn't really what you think it is It's only what you think it is because that's what you've been told it is. So if you start looking and thinking, hang on, is the world really the way that I've always thought it is? You'll see it's not. And then once you realise it's not, which for me, that's really what happened with these lucid dreams. The minute you realise the world isn't what you think it is, or it's not what you've always thought it was, you start thinking, well, what is it then? And then all of a sudden, possibilities Because you start to realise the world is whatever you think it is. So if you change what you think, you are changing the world. It kind of goes into my little theory from last week. The reason that we are all in our own universe is because then we change our beliefs. We change our universe. But other people will have different beliefs. So they're going to have a different universe. So we're all together but we're all separate in in a strange way. It's cool. So this week's little inspirational quote is What I held in my mind as the world at hand was merely a description of the world A description that had been pounded, I love that word, pounded, it's aggressive It had been pounded into me from the moment I was born Carlos Castaneda peace